Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. So watching the Democrats soil themselves over President Joe Biden unleashing his 8 million illegal migrants to surge the border, to take Chicago, New York, and other sanctuary cities as they've done. It's like watching a Stephen King horror movie, like the terrifying The Outsider or The Shining. The Outsider, I basically binged it all for two nights in a row. And when you're so deep into it, you know only one thing. It's not getting any better. It's only going to get worse. That came to mind when I was watching black Democrats in Chicago protesting Mayor Brandon Johnson, Mayor Panic Attacks, at the city council meeting. And who do we have to talk about it? But Anita Padilla, former reporter in Chicago, always a Chicagoan, but now news anchor and news director of Florida's Voice. And where are you, where we're all scrambling for a place to stand in America? You're on the Chicago Way with Jeff Carlin, executive producer, WGN News, future physics teacher, friend of Katz, and me, John Cass, editor-in-chief of johncassnews.com. The place to get a good cup of common sense. And you're with us with Anita Padilla on WGN+. Plus. So this is a guy who lives high on the hog and he has this Tammany Hall-style attitude to power. And um, it is, it's the Chicago way, absolutely. Look, the, the Chicago way is a deep cultural phenomenon. It's the Chicago way. The Chicago way. That's the focus. In a tower by the river, there lived a man. There was a man who took a stand with pen and paper in his hand, defeating foes in every ward with a pen more mighty than the sword. No escape from his ink lasso in a tower by the river, Castle. Here's how you get him. He pulls a knife, you pull a gun. He sends one of yours to the hospital, you send one of his to the morgue. That's the Chicago way. And as Mayor Chicago Mayor Panic Attacks Johnson deals with angry residents of Chicago, angry black voters, let's talk to Anita Padilla, Chicago reporter and now currently the news director of Florida's Voice. Well, I'm glad to be back. We made some uh, we made some waves the last time. Let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent to have you, Anita. So let's get into the Zen of Anita because what is going on in Chicago with uh, Mayor Panic Attacks being attacked by his constituents 
Blake Lady's lining up, screaming at him. What is going on? I love it. I love it. You know what? I saw, well, I obviously I'm down here, but I'm on Twitter and I'm reading the right. news. I, you know, I'm a news junkie. I always will be a news junkie. And I've been seeing what's been going on up there. And I saw that video of that woman screaming at Johnson. And I was like, go, girl. I mean, really, because that, I knew that was coming. I knew it was coming because, listen, you can't have um, all these constituents vote for you and then you're giving away all these resources and money. We got homeless veterans. We've got homeless families. We've got, you know, in, I say we, but uh, Chicagoans, you know, they've got, you know, mm. people living on the street and they're like, where's mine? Wait a minute here. What about my kid? I can't even get my kid the mental health services he needs because Rahm Emanuel shut down all these other facilities. And you've got Johnson giving away money and resources to people who came here illegally. And I'm sorry, I know people call them migrants, but down here in Florida, they call it what it is, illegal immigrants. And I'm sorry. I know people come here for a better life, and there are people who do, and I'm Mexican-American. People do come here for a better life. But what we're seeing right now come across this border are not just people coming here for a better life. There are people that are using these uh, this opportunity to bring in drugs, commit human trafficking, and who knows what else. I'm just waiting and there's a sheriff down here, Sheriff Grady Judd, and he's just saying we're in for a terror attack at some point because nobody's vetting anybody coming across the border. It's it's and and now you're seeing the results of this in Chicago with all of these, um, uh, several of them Venezuelan um, migrants, Great. illegal yeah. aliens that are getting arrested, committing crimes in the Multiple Chicago crimes. area in New York, and and what people need to understand is. You know, the culture, the mindset of somebody who comes from Venezuela, they have been living in a government that is, I got to get what I got to get when I can get it now, because, yeah. you know, in the it, Venezuelan it, it, prisons, they're reopening the prisons, yes. sending these kids up here. It, it's not, yes. even, it's not the Venezuelans. I mean, I'm worried about them because that there's a lot of, you know, <laughs> I believe the status something like two, uh, two and three Venezuelans are tied to some sort of gang. But it's, right. a, even a, a broader strokes, I mean, as far as, far back as 2019, we've seen the U.S. State Department warning about pe- criminals from Africa and China and Asia yes. being brought here. And yes. we've seen the New York Times is a headline from a headline from January of this year. African migration to the U.S. soars as Europe starts cracking down. So we're seeing what we're, what we're in for because clearly it's impacting Europe. And I'm worried about. They, like you're talking about an actual, some well thought out state de- department, state, or rather, sending their criminals here just to destabilize us, like, oh, we've done in the past to other countries. And right. everyone seems to be blind to it. Let's make sure that Biden and Obama bear the punishment for that because they're, it's going to, yes. they're going to try to spread it around. And, oh, it's your fault. You didn't close the border. You didn't close. Yeah, you could have done this. You could have shut the border down. All you had to do was keep the Trump stuff in place and, and leave it, it was, alone. Leave it alone. I mean, even before the Trump stuff, on. just follow through on your promises to control stuff. But we should probably bring it back to Chicago. For those who didn't haven't heard of the audio, we were talking about at the top. 
about City Hall. This is a little taste oh. of the open forum piece of City Hall as Brandon Johnson stands at attention and takes his beatings. What's happening is they're emptying out the dregs of their jails into the United States, into our communities. They're junking up our country. And yeah, we feel some kind of way about it because it's our country. Yeah, Black History Month, the American descendants of slavery. And I want you to know, Brandon Johnson, I understand what Brakemore's saying about we still own the plantation, but what you're looking at right now, this is what a free Negro look like. And I'm telling you, we're going to get our city back, we're going to stand for our people, we're going to get them out of our communities because they don't deserve to be there. You watch us. We black out here, and we gonna handle our business. You watch that. I'm a free black woman. This is how we get down. I mean, and, and that's the the wow. version of it. I mean, it, this went on, and this is the, for those who don't know. This is the city council. This is the open forum. You know, anyone can come up and they get time to, to address the city yes. council. And uh, people are not happy. No, I love what that woman said, and I like the guy in the background. All right, all right. <laughs> Back in the day when we if when we were there, uh, that woman says that immediately. I'm right next to her, saying yes, your name and your number. <laughs> you know, I'm getting getting everything I can because, you know, I'm thinking that she's running for office. But my God, she nailed oh, she, it, didn't she? She yeah. did nail it, and and he's just standing there. And I don't know, is he listening? Uh, is he just that. standing there looking at it like oh, I can't do it? I, I just. I can't understand. <laughs> I cannot understand it. And, you know, I talked to some of my colleagues back there at my uh, old TV station and they just, they're just shaking their heads and they won't ever say it like I would say it. But, right. you know, the, there's, there, well, I'll just give you a little insight. There was a, a, a one particular person apparently that was had an opportunity to do an interview with uh, the mayor and uh, the mayor wanted to really control or his people wanted to control the whole narrative, the whole way it was going to go. And the way apparently it was going to go down was just that this reporter wanted to have one on one in the room alone, nobody in there. And they wouldn't go for it. They wouldn't go for it because they want to have somebody in there to, to, you know, stop the questions that they don't like, stick, and, and they want to know what you're going to ask ahead of time. Yeah. So that is, that is the, uh, mark of a weak administration run by weak people who don't know what they're doing. And that's what happens. They hold a new, they want to meet with like the Sun Times editorial board wants to meet <laughs> with him. And then what did his press secretary say? No, this is all off the record. Really? Right. Off the yes. record. This is the, this is a newspaper. I mean, can yeah. you imagine telling uh, Steve Huntley who <laughs> writes at John Cass news, Steve, this is off the record, you know, come on. Or Bruce Dold, come on. <laughs> or Kristen McQuarrie doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. Yeah, Nina, what would you say to that? What would you, what would your response to be if, if someone came to you and say, hey, we got this great, quote-unquote, illustrious uh, person who wants to talk to you, but you can only talk about this? Well, what's the point? What's the point? <laughs> what's the point? What's the point? I don't want to do it. I'd say, <laughs> you know those Prozac pills you're fingering in your pocket while this black lady's yelling at you? You better take them. Drink them now. Because you're not, <laughs> this is not a, I'm not. You're not going it, either. It's on the record, or get the bleep out. I mean, come on. Exactly. What's the point of it? No. You know the 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 
whole, you know, this this reminds me of when um, Lori Lightfoot, yeah. remember when Lori Lightfoot oh, yeah. uh, started saying she would only give interviews to people of color. Right. And that was her way of like, here's who I think is going to be friendly to me. Yeah. It had nothing to do with equity <laughs> and that BS, you know, she just, she's, I'm going to talk to people of color because want- she thought that they would be kinder to her. Anita, did you want to be as did you want to be identified as a friendly Lori Lightfoot person of color? I mean, you could no. have you could have joined ju- jumped well, in that boat. Okay, so so if I, and I am a person of color, right. so why wasn't I asked to? So why wasn't <laughs> I asked to get the Lori Lightfoot interview? You know why? Because she wasn't going to get a softball question from me. Mm-hmm. Any time she came on, they knew, and and anybody who came on with me knew that there would be no softball questions, right. and that's why. Some of them came on one time and they didn't come back because they were not going to get the softball questions from sitting with me or Scott Schneider. <laughs> we had we just had a, a a candidate for state's attorney uh turned down Jeff Carlin uh for a for a, a, a spot here. And I'm thinking, "Oh, you know, and we're talking like, oh, maybe uh, too bad. Well, they don't want to be here." Too bad. I'm not. I'm not begging. I'm not on my knees. There's no bended knee here. You know. Right. Right. And that's what that's what our job is to do is to ask those hard questions, and they're uncomfortable. I won't lie. It's uncomfortable sometimes for me to ask those questions. Um, but you know, this is what people expect uh, when they want to hear. What was this person going to say when they ask that question? Well, what Ooh, would you say? What, I can't believe you asked that. Like, well, uh, there are people who are saying it. What would you tell him to do now that these? Because when when you get uh, neighborhood people like that lady was a neighborhood person, West Sider or South Sider, in his face, they don't like to back down. So what no, what did you tell him to jump into whose lap? Stacy Gates Davis Gates's lap or Tony Preckwinkle's lap? And for a, for neither, a nice hug. Neither. Oh my goodness. Neither one of them and I'd stay out of the neighborhoods. Uh, <laughs> I swear. I think you know the 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 thing is I think people are just at this point fed up. The honeymoon is well over. There was and- no honeymoon. He tripped coming out of the, out of his his celebrational ceremony. I mean, geez. he really did with the comment about the silly kids. Mm-hmm. That you know that was that was crazy. Um, don't I don't know. You know, don't who, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who what he should do at this point because he's it's he's an embarrassment for the city. He's just a failure already. Mm-hmm. It's evident you don't know what you're doing. The best thing you can do is. Why don't you do everybody a favor and just resign? You, you just you're over your head. You can't handle it and go away. <laughs> you should bring on Paul Vallis as an assistant oh. mayor and hand over the reins to him. And it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Paul just wrote a good piece in. Uh, he did in uh, about Boss Tony and the you know because Preckwinkle is not leaving. Doesn't leave her fingerprints behind. Right. Oh no, she doesn't. Right. right. She's the great Oz. Right, the great eye. I don't know. I I wouldn't be surprised if Brandon Johnson's shoes have property of Tony Preckwinkle stamped on them. I'm just saying. But I I yes. think we, we you know we can't overlook the fact that in Chicago the Chicago way is to to in, in push or pay or or have friends go to city hall and and strike out at the mayor. You know we've we've seen it's not above 
unions to send someone to be a rabble rouser and do something like that. You know, it that's just the Chicago way. But this is this is more than just one person. Here's another little taste of this that we were we were talking about earlier is that this another person, completely separate, same city hall council, and she let Johnson have it. Public Housing Authority has had and it's not being addressed when it's a Chicago bed bug ordinance that's supposed to charge the landlord two thousand dollars per day. So just like the Latino, all the people in here that stick together, it should be the same with the blacks. And lastly, when are you going to find a floor leader? It's been three months. That should be another argument. We also will be voting no to bring Chicago home on March 19th. And Mayor Johnson, glad to hear you decided not to ask city council to approve not another dollar for the illegals. If the crisis is so bad, the city council members who are so concerned should donate their salaries to the cause like a real public servant should. Happy f***ing black history. (laughs) Oh, my God. There you go. Drop the mic. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I know. How many it, people lined up like that? Yeah. They all and did. At, at the, there were, tw- there were oh. like 25, 30 people lined up like that. That was it. Gosh, I would have popped the popcorn and sat back and listened to that <laughs> and just been like, let's go. Uh, that's well, the well, why are they heaven. so angry? Because they've been told, get off the corner. We're pushing you out. We got a new group in town. There's a new kid in town. It's called the Venezuelan kid or the kid from, you know, Central America, Africa. Honduras, mm-hmm. or, yeah. And, yeah, and they have China, and they they're not playing. They have gangs too, and they're not playing. Right, that's the thing. Well, that's, I don't think they, people, yes. they, the leadership really appreciate that. You know, in places where they're coming up from, you know, they don't. There's no this. They don't have sanctity of life. Doesn't really mean much because it's get yours. It's, it's a survival of the fittest, and so they bring that to the streets here. And that's when you yes. have you know kids who are getting beat up and people getting mugged and places getting broken into that weren't getting broken into in the past. Can and I, I mean, Anita, you if you sat down with the Johnson, what would be the first question you'd want to throw at him? Oh my God, are you kidding me? That's a loaded question. I know. <laughs> Why are you putting? Chicago ones uh, behind people who who came here illegally. I think that's I think why are why are Chicago and second class citizens to those who are who come here um, and are dumped here. I know they've been dumped here. I get that they didn't intend to come here. I know they've been dumped here. Um, and you can blame, by the way, you can blame all the red states you want to. You can blame Texas, but the blame goes right back to. Joe Biden and uh, Mayorkas. Yes, and there's there's nothing like white socialists pushing black people around and asking black politicians to uh, kneel before their politics because that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. and that, that's not going to play well. But I, I've got a I've got a possible for Anita. I've got one here. What's that? I'd like, can you please uh, write up a, a story about Marilito and the Marielle Boatlift and the culture shock of the South Florida to when these thugs and killers and say hi to my little friend and all these guys from Tony Montana on came into Florida. Is it similar to what people in New York and Chicago are dealing with? I, I believe so. I mean, look, Cuba is a communist country and the the mindset of what 
they experienced in that time period of Miami when there was that there yeah, was yeah. that uh, cu- yeah culture war going on and you know the the the, the more brutal the murder the the, the more brutal the um, the the message you sent right. uh, was important and I think Chicago is in for some of that unfortunately and I don't know what you do at that point because they're here and. I don't know. I don't want any shower curtains. I don't want the shower curtain scene. I can't, (laughs) you know, with the the chainsaw. I don't want that. I don't want to be the poor cop from, you know, the poor, the poor rookie cop knocking on the door and saying, hello, anyone here? (laughs) Right. Right. And walking into that. Oh my God. So it's just such like we were just talking the the culture is different. The mindset is different. Like, when you come from that kind of background where it's I've got to do what I got to do to survive yeah. and the sanctity of life, as you just said, is not what we have here. Our values are not their values and not that they can't learn them, but it's once it's ingrained in you, it's it's hard to shake that mindset. And um, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel so bad. It, I, John, I've only been gone. Um, for a month and a half. Now, and here I we just are calling like it, you. Save us, Anita. Save us. <laughs> I just feel like I, I, I feel like I've been gone a year yeah. because I just it feels like Chicago has just spiraled downward in a month and a half. Even I just I don't know. I it's don't know. it's it's kind of frightening, actually. There's a guy. There was a guy who was telling people in Chicago <laughs> to worry about George George's life of Soros and to worry about. Brandon Johnson and so forth. Stay, no, you know what? It was like, shut up, dude. We don't want shut. It was it STFU said, right. uh, said, uh, Stacey Davis Gates acolytes mm-hmm. on Twitter. And that's what, that's what I did. I kind of shut up and then sit back and enjoy the show. Right. Yes. Uh, well, I, you know, it's, I saw and I just tweeted about the fact that George Soros, uh, is purchasing Odyssey, which is going bankrupt. WBBM Radio. BBM Radio, The Score, um, B96, XRT. These are all going to become socialist propaganda media machines. That's what they're going to be because he is out to destroy America. I guarantee you, Anita, and I agree with you, he hates America. This guy hates America. Yeah, and I. How would you? If you, I I don't know if he hates America, John. I think it's so. It's the fact that he's he's blinded by the by the idea of this, you know, socialist dream, and that he puts his money behind people and doesn't invent them. You know, he puts DeSantis wasn't blinded. Ron Ron DeSantis turned around and grabbed his installed prosecutors and tossed them out of Florida. Well, that's my point. Is he, he, he even if he had a vision for this country that was utopian and, and wonderful, the people he's putting his his money behind, which is all he's got at this moment, it, are, are idiots. Are people like Brandon Johnson who don't can't think out two steps ahead of them? Though, hey, if I decide to pull this cord and I bring the whole tent down, what comes next? You know, there's no thought there. And maybe that's the point. Maybe he, you know, they, he wants complete chaos in this country. But I can't believe someone who's made a, a fortune off this country, the way it was designed and it was built, could turn around and just hate it so much. And just has a whole goal is just, well, I'll make the whole country chaos because it's good for me. That can't be good for you if you're a billionaire. You're a billionaire. Well, he, your money's tied up in things. He made I, his, 
made his billions shorting the British pound. He's not really a big, he's not well beloved in the United Kingdom. And uh, there were even socialists like, uh, there were great socialists in England who couldn't stand him. I'm not a socialist. We fought the communists in our village. Mm -hmm. And uh, guess what? I don't stand, I can't stand him either. I don't think neither can't stand him. Oh, yeah, no. It, it, and what's going to happen with the radio stations is there's going to be this push, this agenda for more wokeism, more, more that same. And it's just going to just, that's, oh, I, I don't understand, what, you know, why people like, why was, why would he want access to, I think it's like 400, 400 radio stations nationwide. Like Odyssey is one of the biggest players. Yeah. Yes. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I just hope we can look back, uh, you know, 20 years from now, 10 years from now, and just be like, wow, what a crazy time. I sh- I'm sure glad we didn't continue down that path. Everyone's <laughs> going to be living with Anita. We're all being living in, <laughs> yes. in Anita's yeah, room, Anita. Anita, I just want a so little crazy, a little tent. I'm going to put, push a little, put, pitch a little tent inside your lanai because mosquitoes you know <laughs> yes right. i get it okay. i get it but I, I i feel for you all up there and i i am glad that i moved down here it's it is nice to have a governor that does toss out prosecutors that don't do their job it's nice to have a governor that understands the concerns about the border it's nice to have a place where you walk into a place and when they find out my husband's retired law enforcement, people actually say, thank you for your service. Yeah. Uh, thank you for, you know, we support law enforcement here. Oh, you, you were law enforcement. Well, we have a discount for that. Right. Uh, it's just crazy because you don't have that kind of support and love uh, for law and order at all in, in, in Illinois or in Chicago, at least. Thank you, Anita, for being here with us on the Chicago Way. You're yeah, awesome. Thanks, Anita. Hope and we can keep thanks, doing guys. this again. For Anita Padilla, Chicagoan in her blood, still loves our, the news here, and news director now of Florida's Voice. And for Jeff Carlin, executive pr- producer at WGN News, friend of Katz, future physics teacher, and for me, John Cass. Editor-in-Chief of John Cass News, where you always get a good cup of Midwestern common sense. Thanks for joining us on the Chicago Way, and talk to you again next time.